Hey, bitches. Welcome back to Amira and Tree After Dark. So today I have officially decided that we are talking about Amira's sneaky links because we've been mentioning it for so many episodes. So Amira, where do you want to start? Sneaky links, I feel like, is an art. There is so much preparation to go into these. There is so much detail and planning out that has to be done. And for guys, it may not seem that, like, you know, big of a deal. But let me tell you, from a girl's perspective, there is so much going on before a sneaky link, okay? Because you have, you know, obviously... If you're sneaking out your house, first of all, you got to, like, sneak out so your parents don't find you or catch you. And then you have to, like, go through the whole preparation. And I've, like, you know, asking me questions. So I feel like this is the perfect, like, you know, time to talk about all yeah, this Yeah, I know. A lot of people have been asking about, like, um, just life, even not even, like, general advice. Like, things that you shouldn't – you should – be able to talk to your parents about but a lot of people are uncomfortable or like just like girl things and you guys are asking us a lot of questions and it's really cool to help you guys out so no a hundred percent because like i feel like a lot of our audience are like brown girls too Mm -hmm. yeah and it's like you don't just go up to your indian parent and be like oh i'm about to go see a guy what do i prepare for yeah or like um a lot of people have been asking about like you know, just like, um, like self-confidence tips and stuff like that, that you can't really talk to your brown mom about. And I understand that. Amir and I both get that. So, um, yeah, we're always here to help. It's really nice to see the support. But, Amira, I think my favorite sneaky link story, we should start with my favorite sneaky link story, um, is your um, most recent one that ended up with you throwing up on the toilet. <laughs> okay, so... I can't expose myself that much knowing that my family members listen to my podcast now. (laughs) But let me tell you, a lot of girls will be like, seven and six inches isn't enough. I've heard that so much. Like, whether it be on TikTok with guys and girls arguing, six inches is perfectly enough. And let me tell you why. (laughs) Amira's porn does let me let me tell you why so i feel like this also has to do with your height okay as a woman our uterus you know stretches when we have a child but it don't stretch when you have (laughs) something inside of you that isn't a child correct so you know hypothetically speaking (laughs) let's say let's say you have a guy coming over and he's tall, you know, around really built, you know, muscular. He's a gym dude, six three, <laughs> and you're you're a small person. Like I know a lot of girls who are really really small, and they be dating guys who are literally twice their height. And I'm one of those girls. All of my boyfriends have always been like, I don't know, a foot taller than me. Mm-hmm. Kelvin was like five eleven, but like my previous boyfriends were six five. Okay. So they're, like, super-duper tall. So, like, I can vouch for myself. I can vouch for a lot of other girls who go through this, too. Being a small person and then having a large man. And let me tell you, it's always the skinny ones that are tall (laughs) that are packing the most. (laughs) (laughs) And it just, okay, yeah, I guess it would feel nice, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But after... Your intestines are screwed. You are throwing up. You're just kind of like, what the fuck is going on? 
it's and funny then, because it's funny because you say you do it all over again. Yeah, like I feel like any girl in that situation will be like, "Oh, well, the sex was bomb as fuck, had me throwing up." But you know what? I'd do it again, and I feel like anyone would because it's just like, I mean, it was good, so why not? <laughs> and that kind of goes with like the whole sneaky link thing. I feel like guys don't prepare as much as girls. Oh, definitely. I, you know, like those TikToks where people do like their entire routine before hooking up with someone. And guys are just like sitting there, like I feel like they actually do nothing. They just wait, and then girls literally, I think they forever. just shave the hair on their balls and <laughs> call it a day, and make sure they smell nice and call it a day. Fact for a I girl, know you take forever to get ready for. I do because okay, like in general, because I know most days I'm kind of just sitting here and I was just like I want to feel good about myself, so I like shave my entire body for not a single soul. But even that, I literally, I FaceTime you in the shower all the oh time. Oh, my God. Every week, I get at least a call, at least one from Mira in the shower. She's like, I'm getting ready for something. I was like, oh. <laughs> like, she'll, like, stay on the phone, and I'm just here, like, shaving my legs in the shower naked. <laughs> Fast. If and you I'm are, like, like, sorry, but, like, if you're not that comfortable with someone, girl, find it. I was about to say that. I was like, it's like, there's no boundaries anymore. It's like, whatever. Anyway, keep going. Anyway, like the whole matching set thing, which is what I don't understand. Why is it so important? Like, it's coming off anyway. I was gonna say it's coming off anyway. (laughs) Anyway, but I feel like um, you know, most people just wear the matching sets for the confidence thing. I think it is a confidence thing. No, one hundred percent. And you know what? I saw this TikTok about this guy. Like, I wear like fun lingerie for myself. Uh huh. And, like, my friends, like, we'll, like, yeah, start, just... like, there has been a point where me and my friends have sat on FaceTime, and we just sent nudes to each other. Like, I remember it, <laughs> we, it was, like, three in the morning, and we're sending titty pics to each other, and we're, <laughs> I'm literally bent over on my bed, shaking my ass on FaceTime, and we're just kind of chilling. Tell me why that's actually happened. <laughs> yeah, basically. And, like. It is 100%. Like, going with the TikTok thing I was talking about before, this guy was just like, oh, I was doing a survey and a single person said they would bring lingerie to an island if you had to bring a thousand things. Bitch, you didn't ask me because I would pack a bunch of cute Victoria's Secret sparkling matching sets because if (laughs) I'm going to be stranded on an island, I'm going to look hot as fuck. As you should, as you should, your self confidence is doing. Oh my god, we should tell them about what happened yesterday with everything, or like today morning. <gasps> oh my god, they need to know. I feel final like, okay, update. I, I guess this is the final update because I, you can say this because you watched me, like, mm-hmm. like you can basically, speak about this. basically. Amira and Calvin finally got their closure. Yes, they are on good terms. I know, shocking. But they ended on good terms yesterday. And this bitch was so happy. She was like, everything in my life just fell into place. And then she told the guy that she loves, that she's in love with him and whatever. And all this stuff. And her life is falling into place. And this bitch went, like, night drinking, crying happy tears. I gave her permission. But like she encouraged it, okay. It wasn't I me. really said I I encouraged it. I was like, Do you have uh you have your pen? And she's like, I broke the battery. I was like, Okay, do you can you roll a blunt? She's like, I don't have the stuff right now. I was like, Okay, just take shots, whatever. I was just like, you know what? Let's go make a martini. I was just like, cheers, yeah. motherfuckers. And if you're yeah, on my but she was... story, you saw. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she is so happy and it's really nice. I always um 
I feel like uh, a lot of people, I don't know if you guys have experienced this, but like, you know, when you get like that kind of rush of emotion when your friends are like suddenly thriving or like suddenly doing something really great with their life and you actually feel for them. Like it was kind of like that, like where um, she was happy and then everything kind of went like, oh, my God, she's happy. So I'm happy for her. But it's like a weird feeling. Um, But honestly, uh, she lost herself for a while. And obviously on social media, you didn't show that too much. Like you tried to pick yourself up and put it together for a 60 second video every like what, four or five hours. But um, in reality, it was kind of falling apart and getting back together and falling apart and getting back together. And um, I think you're finally happy now. So we did it, right? We 100% did. Like we always say, it's us against the world. And bitch, mm-hmm. we're, I feel like we're both in a really good place right now. Exactly. I think we both have come to terms with everything in our life. Everything's working out. The semester's over. We're finally on break. And, you know, I'm just proud of the both of us, to be quite honest. Um, but, yeah, Amira um, is actually stopping her sneaky links for now because she is – um, newly in love with a guy, aren't you? I am. And you know what? <laughs> it's so funny. He called. I was just like, I can only call you for 10 minutes. And I was just like, I want sleep. And he was just like, you know what? Okay, whatever. Like, this kid, we've been friends since I was in a relationship with Calvin. And it wasn't. I wasn't cheating on Calvin or anything. He respected that. And we were just friends. Like, we'd call each other and just, like, talk for, like, hours. Because, mm-hmm. like, we were bored, had nothing to do. Calvin wasn't answering you know, he had nothing better to do. Mm-hmm. We were just kind of just chilling. And I think that's an also a really important thing is like getting to know someone as a friend before a relationship is so important. Mm-hmm. And definitely the talking stage is at not even the talking stage before that. I think if you didn't plan on having a relationship with a person, it works out better. You know what I mean? Or like if you weren't intentionally talking to them to be in a relationship, but you genuinely like talking to them as a person. <laughs> As a person who has accidentally made people fall in love with them, <laughs> like, it does happen. Like, you see this happen all the time. Facts. Amira really has, like, so many people. You know, it's so funny. I'm not going to say any names, but two or three people have DM'd me saying that they, like, are in love with you and they want my approval because I, you, we talked about how you asked me for my approval for everything. So, like, how do I get your approval? And I was like, um... So she's actually talking to someone, and they're like, "Oh my god, can you like put me on?" And I'm like, "Uh, no." But I, like, I, anyway, you you really said like flood her DMs too. Like you don't understand. So many people DM me asking like about you, and I'm like, "So um, yeah, <laughs> great." Anyway, now going back to like the whole sneaky link thing, let me tell mm-hmm. you. So I feel like this is a like this is a safe place. Like, I don't know how to, like, like, our DMs are a very safe place. Like, mm-hmm. I was answering DMs about vibrators yesterday. I was screenshotting the ones I had. I was giving her tips about it. I was just like. Oh, my God. Facts. So many people ask about, like, random things like shaving, period. Like, whatever. Like, uh, literally anything. Like, sex, whatever. And I'm like, oh, like, oh, some, um, some person the other day. I think it was either yesterday or two days ago. Someone was like. Um, I'm having issues, like, I don't know if I should lose it to this person or blah, 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 blah. Like, how do you know when you're ready for this and whatever? And I, like, it was weird because some girl, like, this is probably my favorite thing that anyone said about the podcast is she was like, it feels like I'm having an actual conversation with you two. And that's kind of what we always wanted it to be. You know what I mean? That's how I want it across any social media platform. You read almost all of my comments. You see those comments all the time. 
That is mm-hmm. my goal for anything because I don't see that 428,000 as fans or like people who look out to me. I see them as friends. Like these are people who care about my life. Like you can exactly. tell, like they care about my well being. They care about what I'm doing. And I care too about your well being. Like all of the girls who text me, like I got those DMs too about like, oh, am I ready to lose my virginity to a guy? Should I? And I was just like, if you want to, and he's not pressuring you into anything and you're ready, do it. Exactly. You can do it. Yeah, exactly. And then um, a lot of people are like, how do I know if I'm in a toxic relationship? Blah, 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 blah. Like, it's, um, I know a lot of people don't have other people to talk to about it, but like, that's the entire point of this podcast or social media platform, like whatever, like my Instagram, my TikTok, whatever. We always want to be able to talk to you guys about whatever you need to, because I know a lot of people don't have that available to them, you know? Yeah, 100%. Like, and also it's uncomfortable too. Like, my mom came into my room yesterday and was just like, Oh my God. Are you a virgin, Amira? And I was just like, Yeah, I am. And like, that was just the whole thing was just uncomfortable. Like, I was just like, Why is she laying in my bed? And like, she was just looking at me. <laughs> you know, she, she panicked and called me. Amira called me while her mom was on the bed. And her mom was like, Hi, sweetie, Amira, you don't have to be on the floor. <laughs> my immediate reaction was to call you. I was like, um, I think you're in a personal conversation. She's like, oh, she's on my bed, and I don't know what she's doing. And she's like narrating her life story, and her mom's just sitting there waiting for her. <laughs> anyway, I feel like we should have your mom talk on this podcast. No, like my mom is really good with advice. Honestly, yeah, she always. Um, the thing about Amira's mom is like, if you're friends, if you're good friends with Amira, she'll be like, oh, you can just. I'm like your mom. Like, don't worry, just ask me anything. Like, act. She's actually like that. She's like the movie type mom. Like, she'll literally be your mom like whenever my friends want to try something like we've talked about this like with my whole friend group they're like the first time my friends ever wanted to like drink or smoke weed like Mm -hmm. I remember one of my friends came over like it was two in the morning she's just like I want to get drunk and I was just like hey so-and-so wants to get drunk um Mm -hmm. and she's like all right we'll supervise you so she came Mm -hmm. over two o'clock in the morning she snuck out we got fucking drunk as shit and mm-hmm. my mom safely drove her home. We fed, we ordered pizza, made sure she had food in her system. My mom <laughs> drove her home. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, a lot of people don't realize this, but if you're close to your parents, like Amira level close, or like Amira has a different relationship with her mom, but like if you're close in general and you can like be open with them, that's such a good thing. Like you are so lucky to have that because a lot of people don't have that. And you know, like having your parents as your best friends, I feel like a lot of um, just in general, Gen Z says that like, I want to be best friends to my kid, you know what I mean? Like close with them, because I guess we weren't raised like that. Does that make sense? Yeah, like makes sense. 100%. Because yeah. I feel like me and my mom have a really good relationship. We have our ups and downs. You see our ups and downs on a daily mm-hmm. basis. And mm-hmm. I swear, my mom thinks she does not. My mom swears I do not like her. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually really true your mom like is like fully convinced that you hate her i was like oh, okay that's not true like <laughs> but yeah i feel like it's also i'm bad at expressing my emotions to her so i feel- amira has literally no sense of communication it's so bad <laughs> even like any relationship with amira any friendship she's like tree can you talk to this person for me can you text him for what do i say how do i respond i'm like amira it's a communication it's just like i don't know i'm panicking like she'll call me at every moment of the day some guy will say hi it's like that level of thing some guy will say like hi she's like i don't know what to respond with help me i'm like bro just say hey 
or not even that like when people are asking me questions like I have a response but I make sure it's okay like I'll copy and paste my response and be like is this okay to say (laughs) is this good yeah (laughs) like before she used to text Calvin back it used to be Three. Do you think this sounds good, or should I say this one instead? Like she'll have notes on her phone, running them. A hundred percent. Going back to oh. sneaky links. Mm-hmm. Shaving is such. It's a talent. Shaving is a Honestly, pure talent. Facts. I agree. It's so much work. What the hell? Like, it's not like people ask why you spend like thirty minutes in the shower, forty minutes in the shower. Like, you don't understand. And like, it's an actual thing. And one of the pains is that when they cancel and you're already shaved and they want to plan oh, it for the next day. Next day, you're like, no, now I need to go back. I Like, then it's just like, I can't even shave again. But like, then it's just weird. So like, you know, and you have to be so careful with like the whole ingrown hair things. You want to don't want to cause irritation, but you want your legs to be smooth. You want every inch mm-hmm. of your body to be smooth. Mm-hmm. oh my god you know when you shave and you like miss that one spot but you're like really lazy and don't want to go back in the oh my shower. it's literally the back of my leg that is a spot that it's i'm just... always the back of my leg i literally it's cannot just, um... yeah a lot of people don't even shave anymore like a lot of my friends use nair but like nair gives you um what's it called strawberry patches like you know like the red yeah it skin. irritates my skin and it <sighs> smells bad honestly nair does smell bad but like I, yeah and then you can't really get rid of the smell that easily even once it's off it's just kind of weird it lingers yeah. i know shaving is such a task like bruh what the heck I don't, especially I shaving your vagina you have to be so careful <laughs> like there has been times where my leg is literally on the wall i have a fucking mirror and i'm trying and, <laughs> and it's just so complicated <laughs> You know, um, I think um, some person told me the story. They were like, I actually cut open my vagina. I was like, um, worst fear probably ever. No, like, I, I've 100% that because they're always just like, okay, well, on like your lip part, you're supposed to go sideways. And <laughs> like, if you move your hand in the wrong angle with a fucking razor, you're going to cut yourself. And let me tell you, that's so painful. It really I can really does hurt. I don't even have to know and feel how bad that feels. Ow, like, I can hear it. I can feel it from you saying it. Like, no, thank you. Oh, my God. Going to the bathroom would be hell if that happened. It does. It is hell. Because, okay, like, obviously, you know this. Like, your urine has, like, not, I forgot what it was called. It has substance in there that can burn if you have an open wound. Mm -hmm. So, it's just an all-around complicated experiment experience god damn it but the sneaky links are worth it aren't they Amira? hey honestly sometimes they're not but sometimes they are honestly it's for what's your most go ahead finish and then i'll it's ask honestly you just for the hell of it like i feel like most of the time sometimes you don't even get down to doing anything you're kind of just sitting there being like what the fuck are we doing mm. what's your favorite sneaky link you've had oh my gosh throwing up throwing up that by far is it that one yeah oh my gosh sneaky links also like i know a lot of people um like they go for like an hour and they're back i'm like um like i don't know maybe this is just a me thing but i feel like if you're gonna do all that like go for more than an hour you know it's also but, the worrying like what if your parents go in your room in the middle of the night to check oh, up on true. you yeah a lot of my friends what they do is they like 
go to a sleepover at their friend's house and then they go from there. That is a huge tip. Okay. Me and my friends have planned out just in case we ever got sneaking out. So we always keep a pair of workout clothes when we're with us so that if our parents like wake up in the morning, we're not home. We can Mm -hmm. just literally go grab coffee and be like, oh, we got locked out and we Uh had to get coffee and we were on a run. Mm -hmm. I also think that you like, you're very careful with where you go, what you're doing. And also, like, you're pretty close to your mom. Like, obviously, you're going to go say, like, oh, I'm, you know, going here, going there. Like, all the time, like, I'm going to hook up with a guy or whatever you say. And I know most people aren't like that because most people just don't have that relationship with their parents. But at least have some type of plan where people can cover for you. And make those friends that will cover for you. You know what I mean? Like, if you call and say, hey, was she with you last night? Like, without hesitation, you should be saying yes. You know? 100%. And let people know where you are. Because we all watch Megan is Missing. And, like, Mm -hmm. people joke about it. But it comes down to the fact that I literally could have been kidnapped multiple times. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Like, at least, like, even if it's not your parents, let someone know where you are at all times. Because if you go sneaking off, like, obviously, there's multiple people worried about you. So at least give someone the answer to the question. Exactly. Like, I usually send you my location on Snap. I send my Mm -hmm. friends my location on Snap. Mm -hmm. Have your, um, I know you can, like, share your location with certain people. So if you are comfortable doing that, then do that. Or, like, at least text some updates saying, hey, right now I'm here. I just left, blah, blah, blah. And if you're too drunk to do that, like Amira, half the time, call from a friend's phone or have a friend call something so that we know you're okay. You know? Or like so someone knows you're Or okay. the uh, possible – I know a lot of my friends struggle with this because there has been multiple times where my friends are jumping through my window at four in the morning. <laughs> and we're just laying in my bed rolling a butt and like, or like hitting a pen. And mm-hmm. jumping out of a window high as fuck is the most struggle and the thing is, is that we don't just like drive to each other's houses because we live in our the same gated development so we're mm-hmm. like what, a 15 minute walk from each other yeah so, so why would you walking drive? or biking to each other and mm-hmm. it's just it's a very complicated experience like i remember one of my friends the other night was just like amira can i get drunk before i go home and i was just like you rode your bike here you <laughs> probably not the best idea and i was just like who's like I feel like a lot of the kids in Wellington, we don't drive. Yeah, facts. Okay, Amira has a fear of driving, um, which is kind of understandable. But, like, at the same time, like, this bitch will really be like, I'm scared to drive, but I got to get out of here and then start driving. And she's like, I'm so scared. I'm like, you decided to start driving. Me having a a panic attack while driving. It's so bad. She like she's like, I hate driving as she's behind the wheel. And I'm like, who put you behind the wheel? Like literally no one except herself. And she's like, but I had to get out. I was like, okay, God, like goddamn. But this bitch will literally walk everywhere. She'll be like, I'm walking five miles to the mall. I'm like, oh I've you can drive. That, I have walked to Sprouts, I've walked to Dunkin' Donuts, I've walked to rooms to go with my cousins. I've also because there's a smoke shop right next to my house, which is very convenient. Since I, since the fact is that I always lose cards, I break batteries every <laughs> literally four days, and I feel so bad for my plug because I literally buy something, lose it, and then the next day I'm like, "Can you come? I lost it." And I'm like, I think he's just annoyed because. A hundred percent. He's like, oh, I'm always texting him like, hey, can I get a battery again? Like, how many batteries do you need, bitch? <laughs> I feel like you've spent so much money on like drugs and random shit. But like at the same time, okay, here's my thing about all this stuff. Like a lot of people don't understand this. And I feel like it needs to be explained. 
I'm not against people doing drugs and alcohol, like whatever you want to do, as long as you can separate it from your the rest of your life. You know what I mean? Like, don't let it influence the rest of your life. Have self-control and then it's fine. If it's helping you, if it's fun to do, whatever, that's okay. If you can separate your work life and your like social life and whatever from all that, and you can mix it with your social life, I guess, because that's part of it. But like, if you can separate it from your education and the important things in your life, then it's fine to do. Like, for example, Amira does that. Like, she's not, she doesn't need it. Like, she's not addicted to it, which is why I let her do it. And versus the fact that I've seen so many of my friends get addicted to it because they've done it so often, where they build up a reliance on it. And that's where it gets to me. I'm like, okay, let's stop now, you know? Also, I know my limit. I know that I'm not doing drugs every day in my life. I'm not drinking alcohol every day in my life. Or exactly. I know the like you should know if you are participating in this kind of stuff, know your limit. Don't get addicted because then it can be like really bad for you. Like I know a lot of people who hit nicotine for like like oh for oh this is a one time thing and then get super addicted. Like one of my close cousins, this man has mm-hmm. two oh jewels, yeah. like jewels, yeah. like with like nicotine in it and like he can't live without it yeah and it's like it's like really hard um a lot of people don't understand this but it's really hard to watch someone go through that like not even being the person going through it watching someone go through it is hard as fuck because you have to just watch someone like ruin their life without listening to you know like you can try as much as you want but at that point they're addicted like um i know like one of my exes he was heavily addicted to nicotine you know this Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. he was constantly smoking every day of his life and I was just like hey if you love me you're gonna stop because I want kids okay and I have family members who their husbands smoke every day of their life like cigarettes which is literally the same thing because it's still nicotine except fucking Mm -hmm. flavored you know and she can't have kids yeah because you're scared of any like permanent damage you know exactly like you have to be really really careful about it yeah, and I also, like, I understand, like, people quitting cold turkey is hard because the more you're addicted, the harder it gets to quit. But listen, like, if you're struggling to quit right now, like, if you're listening to this and you're struggling to quit, remember that drugs and alcohol and whatever aren't everything. Like, you can find that high off of other things in your life. Like, there's so much more to life than just doing that type of shit. And obviously, you can do it for fun sometimes and let loose and that's fine. But don't let your entire life be surrounded by that. You know what I mean? Like, there's so much you're missing. A hundred percent. Yeah. There's so many conversations and things that you'll never remember if you're high. And, like, um, honestly, like, even I can say this. Like, there's so many times I've talked to people when I was, like, faded or something. And I was, like, oh, like, I just wish that I could, like, remember what I said. I like, meaningful things. And sometimes you say things you don't mean. And, like, you don't realize it. But you might low-key ruin your life by doing that so often. So just be careful, you know? Honestly, going mm-hmm. back to, like, the whole sneaking tips, here's a really big tip. You know, mm-hmm. okay, I am a person who always has to smell good because I have this constant fear that I smell bad. So I always <laughs> – I have to always smell good. And that is, like – when someone compliments you saying they smell good, you smell good. That's an elite compliment. Actually, an elite compliment. Like, I remember, mm-hmm. like, when me and Calvin were in the hotel room, I got out of the shower and I was just sitting next to him. He was just like, you smell really good. And I was just like, oh. Like, that was just, like, serotonin. That was my serotonin is, like, when people compliment me smelling good. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, 
a lot of guys like that compliment too because like it's not like oh like you're hot or something like that it's just like something very unique I feel like that's the thing about compliments like general compliments don't hit different like they it has to be like something particular to you you know what I mean like something those are the ones that make your heart go like oh like that. for men you trying know? to shoot their shot with ladies we get called pretty every other day we get called hot every other day so if you call a girl that, she's literally going to shrug it off as if it's nothing. But if, mm-hmm. like, okay, one of the hot men in my phone have just, like, you know, a lot of people always compliment you about your body. But the first thing I've ever noticed about you was your amazing hair. And let me tell you, I, that, You're- yep, that, was a, that was a 10 out of 10 compliment. I would be on my knees for that, man. You love your hair. It's so funny. You're, like, upset. I'm, oh, my God. You're going short hair. I forgot. Yeah, I'm going to be cutting my hair soon. I'm excited. Different, whole different Amira. I feel like you could pull off short hair. I feel like you look older. As if you don't already look older when you like do your hair like that and go. Do, oh, I was going to ask you this earlier, but I guess I can ask you on the podcast. When you go clubbing and stuff, do they never like ID you? Here's the thing is that when you're going out, I know this goes for literally any woman. If you are going to a club, if you're going out at night, if you're going to a party where you have to be a certain age, as a woman, if you are hot as shit, <laughs> babe i promise you they're not gonna id you because a guy at my gas station where everyone like gets shit from they just think i'm 20 they actually really yeah i remember i remember when me and caitlin walked to the gas station at four mm-hmm. in the morning i was having a conversation with him he was just like your parents let you out at night and i was just like yeah i mean i'm old enough to do that and he was just like oh probably you're like around your 20s and i was just like yep yep something like that definitely not 60 <laughs> yeah but like okay when you dress up and like i feel like red lipstick is a seller like is that just me i definitely think it's it is the, okay you see this on my private story the red lips and when i straighten my hair but yeah i was gonna say yeah it's over it's actually over in the high ponytail type thing it's over exactly and then when i throw mm-hmm. on some contacts ooh, mm-hmm. it's it's done like oh my god you have an obsession with contacts and changing your eye color every five seconds i swear I think it's super fun. Like, a lot of people are just like, we like your natural eye color. And I'm like, okay, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. I think it's super fun. Like, changing up your style. Like, I have so much clothes. And this goes for that, too. I love experimenting with things. I like doing my hair in different ways. I like fucking around. Changing my eye color. Doing my eyeshadow in crazy-ass colors. Mm-hmm. I feel like you, um, makeup is like your therapy almost. Is that I feel like that sounds weird, but, like, it is, you know? I promise you, every argument me and my ex-boyfriend got into every time I found out he's cheating, I had literally Lady Gaga blasting, and I was doing my full hair and makeup. And then he'd FaceTime me and be like, where are you going? And I'm just like, nowhere. It makes me feel good about myself. (laughs) It's funny because, um, again, like, we – in order to boost your confidence, I know that you get ready and whatever, whatever – but at the end of the day, like, when Amir was going through a breakup, like, there was really nothing for pick-me-up other than finding your self-worth and doing your makeup and getting ready and going out was the only way you were able to, you know, remember who you are as a person, which is really cool to see. Like, it was her therapy. It, like, actually was her therapy. And yeah, that go- I literally always recommend it to all of my friends. If you're having a bad day, take a self-care day. Go shopping by yourself. Go get mm-hmm. coffee by yourself. Go do your hair and nails by yourself. I don't care what. Be by yourself. Take everyone out of your life and just work on you. 
Mm-hmm. And you know what I hate? Like, a lot of guys will be like, oh, like, you don't need to do makeup or whatever, whatever. Like, bitch, who says I'm doing it for you? Like, it's never for you. If, it, if you're doing makeup for a guy, first of all, like, please stop. Like, you don't need to put on any makeup for a guy or anything. You do it for yourself. Like, that's it. Like, personally, I'm a person who, like, I love my validation. I love it. Because I'm, I'm an attention whore. But at the end of the day, I look hot as fuck with and without makeup. And I know that. And mm-hmm. I think that's a really important thing. Exactly. So you never did the makeup to impress anyone. I mean, you can. But, like, at the end of the day, know your self-worth with and without makeup. Like, makeup doesn't change who you are as a person. Because at know? the end of the day, when I go to the mall looking like a bum, I still pull. <laughs> So, I, I just, like, a lot of guys are asking me about, like, confidence boosting. This is how I boost my confidence. When I go into any place, when we were at Avalon, or remember? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, she really walked with, like, supermodel, like, walk, I swear. Like, you like, walk with your confidence, and you walk with your head held high. And that's something I always tell everyone. That's something my mom has always taught growing up. I was in, I'm in DECA. I do, um you know debate i'm in all these organizations when you walk into a room you walk with your head held high you do not walk in a room with your head down you walk with your confidence and you strut your shit and that is how you gain respect from people and i think that that's why a lot of people like every anywhere i go like my mom and everyone that i'm always with points it out everyone like girls and guys stare like out of nowhere and i like i stare back obviously because i'm just like bitch (laughs) stop I feel like, okay, yeah, go ahead and then I'll say Your confidence shows through your skin when you have it. And that is what is, that's what attracts people. And I can say that because I have a lot of guy friends. I know how to play the game, okay? (laughs) I grew up with all boys in my family and they always tell me this. Guys, men, women are attracted to confidence. Like when I see a guy who is confident, they know how to speak, they're well-spoken. That is the most attractive thing you can find. I agree. I know a lot of people like, what do you look for in a girl or a guy? Confidence is like a major answer. Like, I feel like you just have to know your worth at one point and be like, you know what? Like, fuck it. Like, if you don't want me, like, there's so many other people who do and blah, blah, blah. And if you can hold yourself to that standard of knowing your self-worth every single day, then you'll just attract people. Like, you know, you don't have to go on a hunt for it. That's what you were talking about. And like, I get a lot. Okay. Like, I always preach, you know, being a little bit narcissistic, being into yourself. I always preach that. And a lot of guys yeah. are always just like, well, you're not even that hot. Well, you're not that hot either, bitch. But I still pull people. All right, then. <laughs> like, a lot of, like, I know, like, I get a lot of, like, bad feedback when I need to talk about this stuff where it's just like, well, you're not even all that. And I'm just like, well, you may not think that, but a whole lot of people do think I'm all that. So, fuck exactly. you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think at the end of the day, you have to learn that not everyone is ever going to give you, like, approval. And at the end of the day, you shouldn't be working for everyone's approval to begin with. So why does it even matter? You know? Like, the only people that I have approval for is you and my mom and, like, my grandma. Exactly. Like, it's it doesn't matter what other people think of you at the end of the day. Like, unless those people are, like, near and dear. Like, just like Amira said, her mom, me grandma whatever like we don't need approval from any guys and neither should you because at the end of the day amira is still amira single or not single i'm still me single or not single you know like single or taken i don't know why i'm saying not single whatever anyway but um either way you're still the confident person you should be and you shouldn't let someone like 
let that waver. You know what I mean? Like, you should never hesitate to feel confident and know your worth. As a person who's let their ex-boyfriend tear down their confidence, where I was, there was a point where I was comparing myself to the stunning blonde girls that he followed. Because- oh my, I remember this. She, like, had a mental breakdown about it every day. I was like, Amira, he's, okay, here's my logic. They're dating you. Like, they might be following other people and whatever, but they're dating you for a reason. So, know that, you know? That's what I always told her, at least. And, like, you know, like, looking back at that, I hated myself for even feeling that way. I mean, I don't anymore because I got all of that back, you know? Mm-hmm. It took but a while, but... A lot of girls do go through that. And, like, as a person who's went through it, don't ever compare yourself to anyone else because, babe... Ain't no one can compare to me, let me tell you that much, because I am unique in very, very different ways. (laughs) And we all are, and no one can compare to you ever, no matter who you are. Yeah, just, like, um, it sounds like a really cheesy phrase, like, everyone else is taken, so just be you, you know what I mean? But, like, that's the truth, like, you're you, and no one else can compare to you because you have different things that other people don't have, and other people always have things that you don't have, but that's okay, because you're you, and someone will love you. You know, there are billions of people on this earth. Don't mm-hmm. let one person define who you are. Mm-hmm. And know that the right person is gonna come along. Like maybe you'll meet a couple wrong people along the way, but there's someone out there. So like, I know a lot of you guys have been like, um, even in my DMs, a lot of people are like, oh, like, hey, like I'm with this guy, blah 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 blah. Like I think I'm ready and whatever, and like. I lack self-confidence, but, like, I have a boyfriend. He makes me feel bad. First of all, even if you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever, right, if you're dating someone, you should have the same level of confidence with and without them. I know Amira struggled with this if you want to talk about it, but you should never let your confidence waver depending on who is in your life. And Amira, if you want to talk about it. Yeah, I let him define my happiness at a point. And that is the biggest mistake. You should never, ever let anyone define your happiness. Because some at a point, I was seeking his validation. I was seeking, you know, like, I wanted him to, like, swipe up on my... Like, he never did, bruh. Let he me really tell you never that. Did, yeah. He never really hyped me up. Like, once in a while, sure. But it's the fact that, guys, if you have a girl in your life, hype up, uh, hype up every picture she posts. Hype up when she looks like a bum. Hype her up when she's doing the smallest little things. Because those little things matter. Mm-hmm. And I definitely think that, like, um, this is going to sound really, like, cheesy. But I think that even if you don't need the approval from, like, the person you're dating, I think, like, hearing it brings you the serotonin and brings you the happiness you know so like you should do it anyway because if you love a person you know you love them for everything and I always used to tell her that like I was like Calvin never hyped you up unless you look like you were going out to like a club you know what I mean and even then it was like oh it was your girls hyping you up which is also like very important always have your girls hype you up or like your guy friends whatever but it was never Calvin at the time and it was like weird to see you know yeah so if a guy is doing that he Who's on my door, bro? Oh, not just again. (laughs) Dude, I swear, it's at the worst times. (laughs) My dog is going to run out of the door. I don't understand why people... Watch you. Oh, I finally learned how to edit out the parts. So, like, we can cut all this shit out. But I finally learned how to edit it. I'm so proud of you. I was literally sitting in my bed last night, and I was just like, oh, my God, I know how to edit now. What is this? <laughs> anyway, I feel like making this podcast has taught us a lot. 
No, 100% has. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's teaching us how to be, like, much more well-spoken when we're speaking to people. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to what we were saying about Kelvin. So you can cut this out, then. Having a person tear down your confidence is not what you need in your life. And if someone is, cut that shit out. Yeah, and it took a while for you to... Usually, you're one to cut people out pretty quickly, but it took you a while to let go of, like, him. I, and I don't know why, actually. If, like, I feel like you just had emotional attachment to him. You know what I mean? I did. And because it, it was, like, one of the first times I ever opened up about my eating disorder, about my dad, you know? And I think mm-hmm. that's kind of why. And I was kind of holding on to that. Not much so him. And I know that sounds terrible, but it was it's the truth. I was mm-hmm. holding on to the memories and not the person. Yeah. And, I mean... I get it that, like, sometimes you, it's really hard to let go of a person because you're just like, but they've been through so much in my life and, like, whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, if they have recently done more harm than good in your life, why are you holding on to it? Like, the past good is in the past. And, yes, they helped you through that time. And, you're yes, you're forever grateful for that or whatever. But if they're harming you now, please let them go. Like, no matter how much it's going to hurt you, it's better for you in the end, you know? Exactly, like that week we ended things, it hurt me a bunch. But now look at me now, bitches, look at me now. Exactly, like, yes, it'll be a while. And I know a lot of people get over things quicker than others, but in your own time, you'll find your happiness again. But at least don't keep the person who's keeping your happiness away from you, you know? Exactly. And now going back to how we started this, if you, like, experiment with people, like... I'm always the type of person, like, I'm not, like, don't, I guess, how do you word this part, really? Like, do what makes you happy. Like, if someone's telling you, like, no, don't kiss 10 boys. But if you want to, and if it's going to make you happy, go for it. Exactly. And I definitely think that you, um, I, like, it's not for anyone else to judge. Like, a body, okay, does this, is this so me, or, like, does a body count? really like it matters but not real not to that like it doesn't matter like that it matters as in like are you being responsible with it whatever but at the end of the day it's your life like who the hell is to judge about it you know exactly like i think the whole body count thing is stupid yeah like i understand that a lot of people are like oh how many people are you fuck like who cares like okay like so one person has more experience than another or one person has done like nothing or like whatever it doesn't matter at the end of the day, you're allowed to do whatever the hell you want. So, like, you're your is- own person. You're your own exactly. person. Like, who would, okay, first of all, how would anyone know how many bodies you have just by looking at you? Like, mm-hmm. how, like you could literally be like, oh, I have zero to a complete yeah. stranger, and they'll believe it. So, why does exactly. it matter? Exactly. At the end of the day, um, what does a body, like, it doesn't even define anything. And, like, I know a lot of people have, like, body count goals. That's another thing. Like, why do you have a goal for a body count? Like, okay, just. Do what you want in your life, but you don't have to set a number for it, you know? Yeah, like, I think we all, every girl has, like, a person that they want to sleep with. Like, I 100% would love to sleep with Timothy Chalamet. He is, like, <laughs> we all have our purse, like, a bunch of people that we would love to, like, experiment with, you know, oh, like, because they're hot. But, like, you shouldn't, like, I don't know, like, like what you're saying, you shouldn't have to, like, explain yourself. Yeah, it's yeah, no one's business either. Exactly. And also, like, first of all, it's no one's business about that. Second of all, you know, so many people have, like, asked, um, like, in general to my friends and whatever, like, about sex details. I'm like, yo, like, that's a little bit 
unless you're really close friends with them, like, that's a boundary, you know, like, draw the line somewhere. Like, the like, other... Like, unless they tell you. Yeah, exactly. Like, the other day, we were sitting in my bathroom, and, like, we were just talking about stuff that we've done with guys and whatever, and we're just all here laughing about it. And it's like, if it's your close friends, sure, but you don't just, like, if you don't want to talk about it, don't. And, like, if mm-hmm. your friends and your people cannot respect that, drop them. Mm-hmm. Or at least, um, even if Amira's, like, Amira's the one to drop them, obviously, but before you drop them or whatever at least make sure they know what they did wrong please like please put people in their places it's so important to do that and a lot of people just look it over and let it go like no people need to be reminded of what you're doing wrong and sometimes it's a really good thing because then you can fix it you know i think that's a perfect way to end this if you want to sleep with 50 people in your life go for it if you want to suck seventy thousand dicks in your lifetime Go ahead. You do it. Yeah. Do what makes don't let, you fucking happy. Mm-hmm. And don't let anyone take away your confidence and whatever. And if you're having your sneaky links and whatever, make sure you are telling someone where you're going, please. And just do what makes you happy. Like Amira said, like it doesn't fucking matter. And at the end of the day, it's your life. You know? Exactly. Okay. I think that wraps this one up, right? Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. We will see you the next episode.